I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, at the controls, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. So, so Doc, what's on the agenda for today? All right, we're going to talk about the seed. You know, we've been talking about the harvest and the fruit, so... Okay. We're going to talk about... Actually, we haven't talked about the fruit yet, but we're going to talk about the seed, okay? So, seed. And, so the seed. And the Bible says that um, there will be seed. There'll always be seed, and there'll always be harvest. No, it says that there's a time for sowing, and there's a time for the harvest. Ah. Is what it says. So, I had it, I had it completely wrong. Yeah, there's a specific time. The seed and the harvest are time. They're very time-related. So, so when time is done, that's it. There's no more seeding. There's no more. There's, so there's no more sowing and there's no more harvesting. Okay. Once it's done, it's done. Okay. So the seed is going to come to an end. Right. Okay. So it's really twofold. Yeah, there's a time for seeding, what we call sowing. Right. When you spread the seed. And then there's a time for harvesting, which okay. means taking what's been grown. Okay? Right. Okay, so we talk about the harvest, and we talk about the time of the harvest is the end of time, okay? Correct. So the, that time is soon coming, guys. Unfortunately, I hate to tell everyone that, but it's right around the corner. <clears throat> so despite our close proximity to the end, there's still time to sow. There's still time to plant seed, okay? Mm. So before any harvest, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. The seeds must be sown. So the seed was sown from the very beginning. Okay. Because everything began at the very beginning. Right. Right. So the Father gave mankind the first trees, and with the first trees they had the first fruit, and with the first fruit they had the first seeds. Seeds. Right. So the seeds were inside the fruit, okay? Right. God said this, Let the earth spout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees on the earth, bearing fruit after their kind with seed in them. And it was so. Mm. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed after their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in them after their kind. And God saw it was good. Genesis 1 and 11. (laughs) So in the center of the first fruit was the first seed. And seed comes from the Hebrew word zera, which means offspring. Okay. Piece of of cake, right? Seed is is the offspring. That's what we use to... Prolong the generations, okay? okay? So the offspring of the first fruit was its seed, and from the first seed would come the harvest. Okay. So what must be done in order for the seed to bring forth a harvest? We talked. We said this already. It has to be planted. Right, it has, it has to, to be, be sown. has to be sown. So the forefathers from the very beginning sowed the first seeds. Okay. Isaac sowed the first seeds. It says this. Now Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Genesis 26. Wow. Okay. So the word for, the Hebrew word for sow is almost like seed. It's zara instead of zera. Okay. Okay. And that means to spread. Okay. Mm. So the seed had to be spread over the earth in order to yield a harvest. Okay. Okay. So the seed applies to the harvest of the land, but what else does it apply to? It applies to us as our children. Bingo, you're hot. You're on, you're on key today. So it applies to the children of mankind, right? Right. Because the first offspring came from the seed of whom? Adam. 
Adam and Eve, right? Right. And from the offspring of Adam and Eve came mankind. Okay. So the seed of man would spread throughout the whole earth and produce a great harvest. In fact, it produced, it will produce the end harvest, which is the end of ages, which is all of mankind. Okay. All seven billion of them. Okay. Wow. Bare sight. We all know what that means, right? Too. Everything was divided in two, unfortunately. Right. So the seed of mankind was divided into two seeds, right? What are the two seeds? Male and female. No. Wrong. Two seeds. Two seeds. From the tree of knowledge. You got it. Go with your gut instinct, because okay. you are right. It right. Was, so it was good and evil. So two seeds would be brought upon this earth. Has nothing to do with Adam and Eve, okay? Okay. It says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. Mm. He shall bruise you on the head and you shall bruise him on the heel. Genesis 3 and 15. Who is, he, who is God talking to when he said that? Uh, it sounds like he was talking about. Or who is he talking to? He talking to Adam. No. No. He wasn't talking okay. to Adam. So. This was after Adam, so he's talking to um, Abraham. No. Nope, not before Abraham. Not Adam, not Abraham. So you're talking about the seed of man and the seed of blah, blah, blah. So who is he talking to? He was talking to the serpent. That was the serpent in the garden he was talking to. He was talking to Satan. Okay. So the other seed was Satan's seed. See what I'm getting at? I do. So in other words, at the very beginning, uh -huh. there was always good and there was always evil. Well, there was a garden. There was a tree of good and evil. There was a tree, there was, there was a tree in the garden of good and, and evil. Of good and evil. But the serpent was the evil that God was talking to mm -hmm. when he said that... I'll put enmity. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, he wasn't talking to Adam. He wasn't talking to Eve. He was talking to Satan. So, so two seeds were spoken of at the beginning. Yes. And, and as I mentioned, they were not the seeds of Ad, between Adam and Eve. It was not between man and woman. Because the strife wasn't between man and woman. Because God intended the union of man and woman from the beginning, right? He said right. this. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Genesis two. So the seed was the seed of enmity was not between man and woman. Okay. So two seeds would come from the fruit the, from the fruit of knowledge, from the fruit of good and evil. And that would be good and evil. Right. The seeds of good and evil. So where are the seeds? Of, where are the two seeds? The seeds of good and the seeds of evil. Okay. And if you apply that to man, where are the two seeds? They're, they're both they're good and evil. It's well, and okay, woman. okay. It, so the it, seed, so the seed of, so the seed of good is a son of God. Okay, Christ. It's a son. Yeah, Christ. It could be. It could be Noah. It could be Abraham. It could be Isaac. So those are, those are sons of God. So if you don't, if you're not a son of God, you're a son. You're a son of Satan. Of, right. You're a son of perdition. Right. Okay. So. There were two seeds, right? God would make a son of perdition, and God would make 
sons of God. And they would be spread throughout the, the field, right? Right. It means that they were both mixed up. The son said that. He said there would be a mix of two. He said, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. The father planted good seed in the field. Okay. While his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat. So Satan came and seeded mankind with the sons of perdition. Mm. Bush, Cheney, Rumsfeld, Sauter. Okay? Okay. So when the wheat sprouted and bore grain, then the tares became evident also. But when the slaves asked if a tear should be rooted out, the master said, Allow both to grow together until the harvest, the end of ages. Okay. And in the time of the harvest, the end of ages, I will say to the reapers, the angels, First gather up the tares, so gather up the sons of perdition, and bind them in bundles to burn them up. Send them into the fire. Wow. But gather the wheat into my barn, the one-third of mankind. Matthew 13. So that's what it's all about. So we're going to take a quick break right here. And while we're gone, think about this. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the seeds of good and the seeds of evil. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio. to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, at the controls, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. And so, last time, we talked about uh, the introduction to science, science and symbols of the prophecy, and so now we're going to go to the beginning Back to right. where it all began. Yeah. So the uh, I always say we gotta you gotta t break things down. You have to see things from their very basic blocks. Okay. Okay. Everything, whether it's science, whether it's mathematics, whether it's your language, you can't you can't dive in in the middle of it. You know. Okay. Um, so so we're gonna go to the very beginning. Okay. In other words, the, the very beginning of the scripture. Mm. Okay? And um, this is what the Bible and the Torah say. Okay? Okay. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis, Genesis 1 and 1. Okay, how does it start? God created. No, it doesn't start that way. Okay. Well, it says, in the beginning. There you go. In the in beginning. In the beginning. There you go. I, 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 I always get that messed up, but it's in the beginning God did this. And the, and the cool thing about when you say in the beginning is, does God have a beginning? No. So it wasn't applying to God. <laughs> no, it was applying to everything else. It was applying to everything else besides yeah, because, God, right? Because it said, he created. All right. So the, so the irony is you can't look at God as a beginning and an end. Okay? okay? That's the difference, okay? So, in the beginning... Now, the interesting thing is, was everything one in the beginning? No. Why? Because, first of all, there was nothing until God created 
Uh huh. The heavens and the earth. Right. So and there, so he. It's two, right? It's two. Heaven and earth, right? Right. Actually, more than two, but I'm just saying because heaven, yeah, there was a plurality. Right. But there was not one. Okay. Right. And the Hebrew language says that. So if you look at the Hebrew language, in the beginning is the Hebrew word berasite, okay? okay? And the word berasite does not start with the letter A, does it? No. So it's the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet, or alpha, I should say alphabite, is Aleph. But it starts with bite, okay? okay. Now the issue with bite is that the word bite has a numerical value. So Aleph is one, bite is two. Right. So so the value of the Bible from the beginning starts with the number two. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. So, so as it is the second letter, it also means the number two. Okay? Hmm. So the very word of God says this. In the beginning, it was two. It was not one. Okay? And if you look at the language in the beginning, the word barasite, it means, that word means, the first in time and place. Hmm. In other words, there's two things. There's time and, and there's place. place. Okay. Ironically, Einstein tried to combine, combine them together and called it space-time. Okay? So, <clears throat> space-time, or time and space, Okay. Uh Barasite actually is derived from the Hebrew word rosh, okay? Okay. And rosh means the head of the body. So, in, in other words, it's saying the head of the, of the body created time and, and space, space, okay? So, who was the first in time? And who was the first in place? And who was the head of the body? God the Father. Of course. For the Father was the one who was the first in place. Why? Because did a place exist before him? No. No, there was no place, right? There was nothing. But the place that he created were what? Heavens and earth. Correct. So he created the place. And was there time? When he created the heavens and the earth, no. My opinion, there wasn't any time. Probably true. Because well, how do you, how do we define time? Uh, we define time when after man came. Mm-hmm. So everything no, before no, that. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because he says he left them for signs for symbols. For, or he left the lights for signs okay. for time. So now I we 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 ended with me saying. That I thought that there was time mm-hmm. when 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 man came, and you said no, that's not true. Yeah, because if you think about it, well, uh-huh. how do we define a day? From the rising of the sun and the setting of the sun, right? Which is caused by time. No, no, which is caused by God and the rotation of the earth. Correct, the rotation, right? So it was by. The creation of the earth, that uh, time was created. Ah, okay. Okay. So, so, t- so God Himself was the author of, of time. time. Okay. 
even the physicists, they, they don't define time that way. They define time as uh, the amount of energy released by an electron of a cesium atom moving from one energy field to another. Sorry, that was, but that's basically how we define. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you define time on, okay. a, on a space station. So, so even if you even if you define it that way, you still need matter in order to define time. Right. Okay. Something so, has to be there. Right. So, for time. So God is the author of time. Okay. Okay. And as we know, God is the head of the body. Correct, right? The head of the body mean is the the word for head is the Hebrew word Elohim. Oh. Okay. Used about two thousand six hundred times in the Bible. Yes. To that to represent the name of God. So you're saying Elohim, head of the body. Elohim, head of the body. Elohim, head of the body. So, some important things about Elohim. It's not a neuter noun. It's not a female noun. It's a male noun. Okay? Okay. So, just as Elohim, the father, is a male, so was the first man a male. Correct. Right. So, listen to this. It says, Then the Lord formed man of dust from the ground, and breathe into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. So the 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 word for man is the Hebrew word Hadam. Hadam. Which we get what? Which word? Adam. Adam, of course. So that's where we get Adam from, okay? So God said, I am the I am. Yet we know that God is not one person, right? Right. We know that God's a trinity. Right. And it proves that in Genesis one twenty seven. It says this So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. Mm. Okay, so let's go back to what happened in in the garden. So God created Adam. Where was Eve? Eve wasn't it Eve, she wasn't even there yet. Wait. <laughs> Do you think? Really think she wasn't there yet? Well, no. I think she was. <laughs> I, I, you know, the way you put it, I think she was. But she was part of Adam still. Correct. So that is correct. Just as we are, the God is three persons, yet God is one. Right. In the same space, we could say Adam was one, yet he had two in him. Right. Right? Because that's how he created Eve. Yeah. With Adam's rib. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and ironically, rib does not mean rib in Hebrew. It means side. So I believe half of Adam was Eve, is what so, I believe. So, in other words, God took Adam, split him in half. Mm-hmm. And they created Eve, correct. And then or made, fixed Adam. Adam. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. So just as man... Is not just one person, so is God not just one, one person. person. Okay. Now, the important con- second important concept, we talked about Elohim being male, just as Adam was male, is that the word God is not a singular word. Elohim is not singular. It's hmm. a plural noun. Did okay. you know that? I get it. Yeah, it's a plural noun, Okay. So the the singular form of Elohim is El or Eloah. 
Okay. So the three thousand, the two thousand six hundred times we use Elohim, we're saying God in the plural. And so, in other words, when we say Elohim, we are actually addressing God Trinity, correct. as the A complete plural. Trinity. Correct. Okay. Okay. So the word Eloah, compared to the two thousand six hundred times Elohim is used, is just used sixty times. Okay. Okay. So, so whenever we talk about God, we are not referring to God as Eloah. In fact, if we look at when Eloah is used, we use it, actually Moses uses it when he chastises Israel for worshiping false gods. Mm. Okay? So he says this in 32.15. They abandoned the God, Elohim, who made them and rejected the rock, their savior. They made him jealous with their foreign gods, Eloah. Okay. Okay, so it's used in the negative form. And angered him with their detestable idol. It is time for us to take a quick break. And I am blown away by this. So, Doc, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the difference between Elohim and Eloah. I'm Michael Van Lowe. You're listening to The Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and today we are talking about seed, both good and evil. So there's two seeds. There's a son of perdition, and there's a son of God. Okay. Okay, and they were mixed from the very beginning. Okay. From the very the beginning, beginning. Because... They were, they were mixed. Because with, who were the first two seeds of mankind? The first two seeds of mankind were Cain and Abel. Yeah, right? And there you have it, a son, Cain, of, a son Cain, of God and, and a son, son of perdition. And Cain killed Abel. You got it. That is why the ground was cursed. That's right. So you're exactly right. So Abel was a son of God and Cain was a son of perdition. And like you said, Cain would murder Abel in the field. Genesis 4 and 8. Okay. But the seed of God could not be destroyed, regardless Satan tried to destroy the seed, but he could not. So, by God's grace, he established a covenant between God and mankind. Because it is through the seed of Abraham that the seed of the nations would spread. Okay? Right. It would be sown. Okay. And it was through Abraham's faithfulness that he was made the father of God. The father of the nations. You remember what he did? Yes. He what? He he fought with a man all night. No, you're thinking of Jacob. Abraham. Abraham. God told Abraham to go to a place that I will show you. Am I right? Nope. Wrong again? He did the greatest act of faith. Displayed he in was the... about to sacrifice his only son. Yep. And God told him to go to a mountain. Mm-hmm. And when he got to the mountain, God provided a ram in the bush. Mm-hmm. 
and stopped him from yeah. sacrificing his son. So the greatest act of faithfulness ever to displayed on this earth was done by Abraham. And he did it in semblance of what? He did it in, of Christ. Well, because right. Christ was sacrificed. Exactly. So he, the father knew. He said, this is what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to give up my only son. Just like you did. But because you did that in faithfulness, you are the father of nations. Okay. Said this, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, indeed I will greatly bless you, and I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Genesis 22 and 15. Okay. But how did the seed of the nations perform? Badly. Badly. Universal theme. They did badly. They did very badly. Yet I planted you a choice vine, a completely faithful seed, Abraham. How then have you turned yourself before me into the degenerate shoots of a foreign vine, Jeremiah 2 and 21. How could you worship false gods? Wow. So the father would send his prophecy through one of the most evil kings out there, King Ahaz. Okay. So he was an evil seed of Judah. And the seed of Judah would produce the holiest seed. Right. Right. He said this, Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son. And she will call his name Emmanuel. Isaiah 7 and 14. So the son will restore the government and bring salvation to mankind. It says this, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. Isaiah 9. Wow. So the prophecy would be fulfilled, okay? Okay. Because it concludes in Matthew 1. Now the birth of Jesus was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be a child by the Holy Spirit. So the seed of man through the seed of Adam, through the seed of Abraham, through the seed of Judah, through the seed of David, would bear us Jesus Christ, the Emmanuel. Okay. And it is through the union of the seed of the Holy Spirit and the seed of... Mary. Son, seed of man, seed of man. That the Son of God would be born to us as the Son of Man. Perfect combination of both God and man. Okay. And his name was Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior. Okay? Right. Okay, so the characteristics of a seed are this. A seed contains an embryo in it and a food supply which keeps it alive while it's in there. Right. And it's encased within a very hard shell. Okay. And, and in fact, it can stay like that for thousands of years. So the oldest viable seed that we've found is a, um, it's actually a palm tree that they were able to grow from Herod's court. So 2,000 years ago. Wow. Yep. 
but it has to be germinated in order to grow. And germinate means to to be prepped, to be enticed to so to grow. That, yeah, because you have to give it water and right. a certain amount of darkness mm -hmm. or whatever to... So really, it's three things that it needs. It needs water, it needs light, and it needs oxygen. Okay? Right. So those three things are necessary in order for it to germinate and in order for it to grow. So the holy seed of God was held from mankind for thousands of years. Probably 10,000 years. Actually, the, it says 5,000, but, you know, that's all kind of hocus-pocus anyway. But, right. And but anyway, it was thousands of years before the seed of God would, would come to earth. Okay? Okay. But the time for germination had come. So let me ask you this. Because the Son of Man came, what is the seed of God, what we call the seed of God? What do we call the seed of God? Mm -hmm. What is it called? Well, it's called the Holy Spirit. Nope. Nope. Okay. Christ, so is, Christ the is the seed of yeah. man and the seed of God. So what nope. do we call Christ? What do we call Christ? We call Christ the Son uh, of man cause. and the Son of God. So the seed of God is the Word of God. Christ said that. He said, the seed is the word of God. I don't know how I missed that. Luke 8 and 11. And who was the seed of God? Christ. Christ was the seed of God. It says this, For the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father, the only Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 14. Okay. So as we know, this is a, I think most people know this, word is derived from the Greek word logos, which means an utterance from, of the Father. Okay. Okay, so he, Christ is the mind, he is the voice of God the Father. He is the Son, and he comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay? So just as the sea, when it's time to germinate, needs water, sun, and oxygen... So was the word of God, the seed of God, sent down. And he was sent by the Father, who was water, and the Spirit, Spirit who is was oxygen, oxygen, so that he could sow the word. And Mary was where he was sowed. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Makes perfect sense now. Yep. It makes perfect sense. Thank you very much. Doc, that was awesome. I, again, I, I learned much mm -hmm. from, from the teaching. Okay. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This has been the Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Until next time, love God and each other. It's a commandment.